And good afternoon. It's one half of your midweek gang who's always ready to hang coming at you live via Zoom through Radio Katimpunan 87.9 FM. I'm Max and today I'm here solo so I'm hoping to see a lively comment section. So Athenians, don't forget we are in the middle of enlistment week and I hope that's going well for most of us. For those who need it, round two free for all enlistment is today right after the show. So 6 p.m. All tags will be lifted on Friday, January 28 from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. So don't print out your assessment forms just yet. You still have one more chance on Friday before low drive. All right. So one thing we like to do on the show, of course, is always to talk about food. And that's what we have for our local find today. So Dim Sum Icon is an international Kumamon restaurant chain serving huge amounts of people every day. So it's no wonder that Dim Sum Icon thrives no matter where it is. To tell us more about it is Ateneo student Chloe Reyes. So hi, Chloe. Please turn on your camera and your mic. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Yes. Yes, I can. Hi, Chloe. Tell us about Dim Sum Icon and how you started this. Alright, so Dim Sum Icon is our family's um, business franchise. Mm-hmm. So it's actually started by my parents. Um, and how it started actually was they have friends who have Dim Sum Icon. Like they started it here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And because they were new and my parents are big foodies and especially my stepmom, she's Um, a big foodie and she loves to cook and it's also been her dream to have a business like her own business so they thought that it would be a nice first step to franchise something that they they were interested in and something that we did enjoy because before franchising um, dim sum icon um, we would actually support the original store so we would we tried it for ourselves we we would order it Actually, very often, and it was yeah. it became our comfort merienda narin. Um, so we would have like lugaw and like noodles and like the sticks that we super love. And since it's something that my parents thought were comforting, something for everyone, something for mm-hmm. a family, and something that wasn't super, it was it was still a little bit different. Yes. because of the wide array. That's that's what made them think like okay this is the business that we want to franchise first for you know the pandemic or the first business that they wanted to like do together as a couple so yeah we franchise it in Shaw Boulevard so all right that's great and perfect timing actually because Chinese New Year is next week I just got a text for that a while ago so what would you recommend what are the best things to order from the menu. Alright, so um, dim sum icon, of course, the name in itself, it's dim sum. Mm-hmm. So the thing that we pride ourselves for would be the dim sum sticks themselves. Oh, so okay. we carry different um, like sticks and um, balls. Mm-hmm. Sounds funny, but like it's like you know when you order like street food fish ball like that yes so yes. this is like your asian fusion of it because we have like fish tofu the fish ball meat ball crab ano kohu crab king crab those things and it's all like 
it's all boiled in a special secret sauce. So you get like your Asian fusion all in a stick. So there are different variations. And the thing about these sticks, you can order them alone. But all of our menu items, so our lugao, our noodles, and our rice bowls, they also come with dim sum. So yeah, that's the main thing. Sticks, but like everything on the menu, it gets your like mixing and matching of dim sum flavors. All right, that sounds really good. So where can we find you? Are you available online? Do you ship across Metro Manila or to other places? So we are actually available on Grab Food and Food Panda. You will have to search us dim sum icon Shaw um, and check if it was reachable to you because we come from Shaw Boulevard and um, it's available for a long distance delivery, but you should check first like on your app if you're within reach. And if mm-hmm. not, you can you can message us directly on Instagram at dim sum icon Shaw and also on Facebook. And we also have like um, our in-house Viber to accept orders and accommodate orders for you. But, you know, check your grab first and your food panda. <laughs> All right. I love how there are different options to get in touch with you guys because accessibility for food deliveries makes it so much better. So thank you, Chloe. Please leave your links in the comment section of our Facebook Live so that people know where to reach you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So, I know a lot of our viewers enjoy watching films, and today we have an esteemed director who will be joining us. So, joining us today is a filmmaker who has not only made us proud here in the Philippines, but also abroad. His film, Naka, was awarded Best Fiction Film at the 3rd Minikino Film Festival, and... This year, he will be the only Filipino and Asian to be joining the 2022 Festival de Cannes Cine Foundation residence. So please welcome Direct Arvin Bellarmino. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, Direct. Good afternoon. How are <laughs> you? Afternoon. What Good have afternoon. you been up to recently? Um, yeah, lang, like, uh, that's it. Uh, sa film, I'm also into music. So, oh, that's ayan. nice. Uh, so, <laughs> ayan. So, ayan. Um, mostly writing songs lang din, tsaka writing scripts. So, since, ano, uh, pandemic, mostly ganun lang talaga din ginagawa ko sa loob ng band. So, Yes, of course. So I want to ask you about your music and of course your scripts later. But now we actually just welcome the new year. It's still January. So what have you been doing? How have you been keeping yourself busy apart from the work side? Um, ano, nananod lang ng mga films. Actually, yun talaga yung pangsunog ko ng oras. So, tsaka yun, ano eh, um, y- yung feeling ko yun lang talaga yung parang pinaka-comfort zone ko eh. Like, kung hindi man ako nagsusulat or nanonood, nan- gumagawa ng, like, walang shoot. Nanonood lang ako tapos nakikinig sa sound trip. So, parang ganun. Nandun lang din talaga yung, ano. Tapos, ano, um, out siguro, ano ba? Um, well, nag- yun, nag- Feeling <laughs> yes, that's okay. That's all right. So let's start talking about your films. And for me, looking you up online, reading biographies, it's very different from hearing the story from the source. So please tell us, how did you get interested in film? How was the beginning of your career? What got you interested in film? Actually, yun yun. Sa, sa parents ko talaga nag-start. Oh, Kasi okay. nung, oh, nung, ano, nung, 
ano yan, lalo, especially sa sa father ko dati nung nakatira kami sa Quiapo. Um every Sunday ano yan, after ng 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 mass, Sunday mass, dinadala na kami sa ano, sa mga video rental shop. Yung basta naalala ko ng video si Ibi. <laughs> Ganun. Yes. Mga panahon ng VHS. So ayun, may mahilig talaga si yung yung father ko doon. Tsaka yung 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 parents ko actually. So ayun, doon ako una talagang na-download sa panonood ng films. So ayun. Um and then nung college ako, um thankful din ako na nagkaroon ako ng ng small circle of artists um, nung nag-aaral pa lang ako and then eventually doon ko parang doon ako nagkaroon ng confidence na mag-gumawa ng sarili ko um, uh, yung mga experimental short films it, 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 so it was also because of my ano, my influences din yung syempre kasi di ba pag nag-start cast lalo na nung napanood ko yung ano nagpanood noong una ko napanood yung Gangland ni Peke Galiaga noong high school ako. Parang doon mas lumalim yung comprehension ko sa sa ano parang bilang film enthusiast. Oh. And then nung college nung napanood ko naman yung film ni Harmony Corrine yung Gabi. Parang doon naman ako nagkaroon ng confidence. Parang gusto kong gumawa naman. Parang ganun. So ngayon um mo- mostly kasi since hindi ako film student mostly yung influences ko tsaka yung learnings ko talaga um, yung dahil sa mga pelikula ng pinapanood ko and then also yes. yung nga yung mga natututunan ko din sa kapwa ko artists and then uh, minsan panakawa kong nag, nag-umaatend ng mga talk <laughs> ganun yes, so, yes. Yan, talagang may kasamang discarded din kung, kung halimbawa so parang for me ano eh talagang kung merong passion and dedication dun sa ginagawa kung gagawin mo siya ng paraan pero parang ganun Of course, I didn't get to take a film class last semester, but I was required to take a class on creativity. And I remember my professor saying, Descartes is very important and manifests itself in many different ways across the different creative industries. Like it would be different for music, it's different for film. So how else would you say Descartes comes into play in the film industry, especially like as a director? Um. Well... Isa sa mga parang major ano, elements na dapat yung gawin. Uh, para mabuo, I mean, para mapunan yung diskarte na yun, kailangan talaga sobrang collaborative ka. Yung mm-hmm. parang pagtrabaho. Siyempre yun, um, yung, yung net, magaling kasi pag-network. Yung, kasi minsan, yung pagpasimula ka palang mostly pag-low budget yung film. Yung, siyempre, low budget film dahil Siyempre, pasimula ka pa lang, wala ka pang nakukuwang parang pwedeng mag-sponsor sa'yo. Eh. Kasi, yun nga, eh, first filmmaker kayo. So, kailangan yes. talaga, marami kang friends na willing mag- magkaroon mm-hmm. ng, ano, I mean, yung in-kind na sponsorship. Yes. Like, oh, papahiramin ko to ng camera kasi, um, ano to, tropa to, parang gano'n, papahiramin yeah. ko ng ilaw to. So, imagine kung gano'n kalaki yung napapawas dun sa, yes. Yes. Diba? and then yung actors mo, tropa mo din, na naniniwala dun sa, naniniwala dun sa script mo, sa story mo. So, yan, mga gano'n. Doon ako nag-start eh. So, parang napaka, yun yung natutunan ko na parang, feeling ko ang ano, ang para ma-achieve ma, ma, ma mo yung gano'ng klaseng networking and collaboration, una sa lahat, dapat maganda yung story mo, di ba? Kasi kahit friend mo pa yan, kung hindi interesting yung story mo, parang iisipin niya, di ba? Parang feeling ko kailangan i-improve mo pa yung story, di ba? So parang feeling ko yun muna talaga yung doon ka muna mag-focus, parang ganun, na kailangan confident ka that this story will, you know, 
go places. Alam mo yun, parang ganun. Or like, uh, talagang ma- ma-i-entice mo or ma- magkakaroon ng magandang engagement sa bawat isa dun sa kung sa kasad ko na nag- since nag-start ka sa low budget, lahat sila they are willing to sacrifice for your craft since nagsisimula ka pala. Parang ganun. Yes, it's in a way a team effort. Like I remember in our prod classes, the same thing would happen. Very limited budget because it's part of a class. And then if you need extra hands, extra actors, you really have no choice but to ask your friends yes. from different classes. So speaking of storytelling, I noticed that in some of your movies, you have multiple credits. Like you're both the writer and the director. Like for Naka, was mentioned earlier, and Death of Pablo. So working two roles in the production of your films, how does it help you bring out your artistic vision? Like, does it make it easier because you're both the director and the writer? Or is it a little more complicated because you're thinking of the same thing from two different sides? Um, Actually, it's a big challenge kung halimbawa mm-hmm. ikaw yung writer at director. Kasi ako, ako sobrang paborito ko talaga mag-conceptualize eh, ng mga story. Um... Tapos, syempre, ang challenge yun, paano mo naman ngayon may execute or like, paano mo mag-visualize yung, yung sinulat mo. Mm-hmm. Parang from, from nagaling sa letra to screen, to big screen, di ba? So, parang, yes. ganun. Sobrang, ako, sobrang challenging siya. Pero ako, mas nai-enjoy ko kasi din talaga yung pag-direct. Kasi visual ako na tao eh. So, yung mostly sa conceptualization, brainstorming, doon naman ako nag-enjoy. Like, Minsan, yun, pumupunta ako sa, sa tropa, tambay, ganun-ganun, mm. tapos kwentuhan. Minsan, sila yung mga una kong, before ko siya i-pitch yes. sa mga malalaking kumpanya, pinipitch ko muna sa mga tropa. Parang <laughs> ganun, parang okay, okay pa to, parang ganun. So, ayan, ganun. Ang, ang sarap ng proseso ng pag-concept, yung pagbubuo ng concept. Eh. So, Yes, that's so true. Like, getting to talk about the ideas first, it's always so exciting. Now, I'm going to flip the question. So, what about when you're directing stories written by other people? Because sometimes the writer may have a different vision from the director. So, how do you get both visions to align? Or how do you work this out? Mm. Yeah, yeah. N- nangyari sa nakakawa, di ba? Tsaka yung isang film ko, yung The Guardians. Well, ewan ko, kasi ako talaga ever since very yung ano ko very collaborative yung like yung attitude ko rin talaga sa art so yun um as long as it connects to me as a as an individual tapos mm-hmm. parang papakinggan ko rin siya kung paano siya apektado dun sa storya tapos saka namin i-merge kasi nagiging genuine yung storya pagka somehow connected ka dun eh, diba? so yes. uh, diba Par- yun yung importante kasi kung halimbawang gagawin mo lang din yan to please your team or like hindi talaga siya connected sa iyo baka mm-hmm. mag, mararamdaman na parang medyo fake yung kakalabasan eh. so yun y- yun ah yun yung para sa akin kasi yun, yun din yung sinasabi ko sa ibang mga parang uprising filmmakers yung mga magsisimula pa lang talaga make sure na dun sa passion film nila or like yung especially sa mga first short films na gagawin nila make sure na it's really related or connected to them as an individual kasi yung yung purity noon and yung genuine noon yung pagiging genuine noon, lalabas yung mismo sa film nila kung paano nila yung gagawin that actually reminds me of a movie i watched recently have you seen the musical tick tick boom Ah, uh, na na narinig ko na pero hindi ko pa siya talaga na napapanood. So. Okay, because not much of a spoiler but one of the lessons is if you want to tell a good story, you have to write what you know. 
So in the stories you tell, since you told me you need to have a genuine connection to it, there has to be some authenticity to it. Exactly. How much truth is there in the stories you tell? Have you made a film about something that you witnessed or that you've gone through yourself? Um, to be honest, so far, you know, you know, like ninety percent of my short films, like because of personal experience, parang yung uh, and also from ano, mga sobrang critical ano immersion yes. <laughs> na, nangyari, na mga nangyari din sa neighborhood ko kasi ano lumaki ako pareha sa Kiapo at sa Cavite na sobrang great gritty ng environment so doon ako talaga lumaki parang alam mo yan grabe din yung na experience ko and na witness ko so ayan um although marami nang nagkwento ng ganun ang, ang iniisip ko na lang kasi magiging unique pa rin siya kung paano ko siya ikikwento doon sa base doon sa personal experience ko. So, yun, yun nga katulad ng sinabi mo, kailangan talaga um, sobrang genuine lang din talaga yes, kung paano mo siya yes. ikikwento. Na tipong doon kasi magkagaling yung uniqueness ng, of ng course, film. Of eh, course. We have a comment here from Renato Dumaran Rulete. He said, thank you for sharing, Direct Bellarmino. I'm working here in Doha, Qatar, and I'm planning to create a story. Question ko, anong mga gamit tools para mabuo ko ang short movie mga basic lang will do? Yeah, actually, kung halimbawang medyo okay, okay yung camera mo with your mobile phone, you can actually shoot a short film using mobile phone. Yeah. Tapos, um, you can use another mobile phone as your, ano, as your sound. Na yun yung parang i-record mo. Tapos pwede kang gumawa ng mga minimal short films as a start. Tapos, pero kung may access ka naman to DSLR, um, yun, okay din yun. Pero, i-ano mo din, make, i-make sure mo din na yung sound, kasi para sa akin, you have to pay respect with sound and visuals. Eh. Yes. Kasi course. minsan parang sobrang na-overwhelm sila sa visuals. Nakakalimutan na nila yung sound. So may mga parang alam ko mura na ata sa mga sa ano eh, sa online stores yung mga sound recorders eh. so ayun um kahit siguro yung kahit mga mga ano lang mga bumurahin lang din ano kasi at the end of the day pag i-edit mo siya ang importante doon hiwalay yung sound and yung video at least mas manin, yes. mas mamamanipulate mo siya ako yun yung mga ginagawa ko sa mga DIY films ko before na ngayon kasi syempre nagkakaroon na ako ng sponsorship with the Heavy Gears and all pero it's really fun to start with these kind of tools na kahit na sobrang uh, may restrictions ka sa gamit na, na napupull off mo pa rin yeah, I mean, yes. sabi nga nila pag, ano, pagka-limited yung resources mas, mas nagiging madiscarte ka tsaka mas nagiging creative that's true that's really the training ground like when you have the limited supplies limited time that's kind of when you figure out like how else can I do this how can I like work within these restrictions so that's happened to you with movies has that happened to you with music did you ever have like that phase where you needed to discard it within the limited circumstances actually hanggang ngayon pagkalimbang may naiisip ako mga tono nilalikod ko agad sa phone kahit saan mga ganun diba yes. yun yun yung, yung, yung phone ko kasi ngayon mga phones natin lalo na yung mga smartphones or android diba yung mga Yes. Uh, capable na sila of ano, parang doing 
smart stuff. So, alam mo, so, feeling ko i-maximize lang talaga nila kung ano meron sila. And, um, yun, if they need help with friends, why not, di ba? Again, doon ulit papasok yung discarte of networking, di ba? Parang gano'n. With someone. So, ako, thankful ako na sa mundo ng art. Ganun yung ginagalawan ko. We have a community. Uh, we have, you know, I have a, a tight circle of friends na sobrang, ano, mapagkakatiwalaan sa mga bagay-bagay. So, okay. I think that's one very important thing about film. Film is a big community project, whether you're in the audience or you're working on the film. Because when you're working on the film, you're a team. You're not just one person. It's not just one person carrying out an artistic vision. It's a team. And then the point of the movie is to have an audience who will also feel that sense of community amongst themselves. Because as you said, when they see themselves in the story, when they like the story, it brings a different sense of community, which is... One thing that draws a lot of us to film, and yes, Ian Carlo Bundok said it in the comments as well, community is important for art. Now, I have another question here from Dambo Pornella saying, Hi, Direct Arvin. Can you share the technical aspects of your work? Like in an ideal situation, ano preferred equipment, lighting style, etc. So I don't think you need to say brands, but I think for the lighting style, like what are some things people can keep in mind? Now that we're here, I believe it's a great time to let our listeners in on a little secret. Are any of you out there interested in making podcasts of your own but can't seem to get the hang of recording, editing, and other technicalities? Well, there's no need to worry about that anymore. There's one application that podcasters or aspiring podcasters can use to make their dreams come true. Anchor! Simply download it for free on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm. What are you waiting for? Time to avoid the complicated tools and publish your podcast on popular platforms today. Yeah. Um, ngayon, sa akin kasi gumagawa, ay ginagamit ko na ngayon yung mirrorless na cameras na rin. Na, like standard 4K yung, yung output para safe. Pag may gusto kong i-crap. <laughs> yes. Um, um, well, syempre, hindi mo magagawa yun pag nag-one take ka. Kasi mostly, mga ibang short films ka rin naka-one take ako. So, um, yung, well, sa light, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of natural light, pero, mm-hmm. syempre, iba rin yung disiplina nun. Kailangan talaga yung cinematographer mo, best friend mo sa ganun, eh, di ba? Of course. Iba, iba ang ano, eh, iba ang mata ng cinematographer when it comes to natural lighting. Pero, if we are going to use, ano, uh, artificial light, Uh, kailangan talaga nagma-make sense siya sa story. Kasi ako, um, mas nakafocus ako sa story kaysa sa mga stylized na, alam mo yan, na ginagamit yeah. ko sa as aesthetic dun sa film. Parang yeah, exactly. mas nakafocus talaga ako dun sa story. Like kung paano ko siya, mostly mas ano ako sa mga camera angels eh, na kung paano ko na-foreground yung protagonist ko. Parang ganun. And the rest, Uh, paano na lang din mag-run yung ibang elements, parang gano'n. Um, again, just to answer question, uh, the, the question, um, when it comes to the technicalities of light, uh, mostly talaga natural light yung ginagamit ko. But if we need artificial light, when it, uh, para lang hindi makompromise yung quality, that's when we do the artificial light. All right, thank you. So, direct, there are two sides of being the director. As you said, there's the looking at the aesthetics, getting the vision out, the things that happen on screen. And there are also like the decisions that need to be made behind the scenes. Like in a sense, 
when you're the director, you're also kind of the head of what's going on, like on set, of all the people who are working behind. So how do you approach task delegation on set? And how do you keep a healthy environment and atmosphere when you're creating a movie? Um, so far as so experience go with, uh, with the, the team, um talaga kailangan alam niya na yung story by heart. So yung pre-production ko talaga sobrang tagal. Like may journey talaga kami na talagang kahit na PA ka or like yung talagang hindi na like syempre importante yung mga production associate, di ba? Yung, of course. And, and yeah. syempre lalo na yung mga art tech sila yung parang nag-visualize nung uh, dapat ilagay doon sa set. Eh. So ayun, lahat sila talaga um alam nila yung story ko by heart. Like, may mga times na kumakain kami sa labas, nagiinuman kami, and then we talk about the film. Alam mo yan, kahit sa mga actors, sa mga cast, ganun, ganun din yung, ano ko, yung bonding ko with them. Kasi gusto ko talaga, parang pagdating sa set, kahit ano pa yung position mo doon, apektado ka. Doon sa flow. Nung That's nag- so true. Ano, so, so, parang, ganun, ganun, ganun siya ka-intimate when it comes to the casting group sa mga pinigil ako. Tapos, um, mostly then uh, yung delegation ano eh uh, importante yung trust yung mm-hmm. alam mo yan nilagay mo sila doon for a reason so yes. you need to trust them you need to give them confidence um, ako kasi hindi mas gusto ko yung taong devoted kaysa sa magaling kasi yung tao naman gumagaling eh. diba? nice, para sa akin nice. uh, eventually yung tao naman gumagaling pagka ilang film ibang shooting il- pagka ilang shooting experience yun, magaling na yan pero yung devotion nila na or passion nila to work with yes, hindi mababayaran yes. yun eh. so alam mo yan hindi siya katumbas ng ga- kahit gano'n pa kamahal yung sahod nila or what mm-hmm. parang minsan kasi kahit bayad ng malaki yung tao kung hindi naman passionate sa ginagawa niya mararapin yes yun, that's yun. so true so ayan ganun um, yun yung importante din siguro talaga sa paggawa ng independent film alright so now what are non-film related skills that have helped you in the film industry? Si music kasama, no? Taga. Music. Oo, oh, oh, kasi nice. syempre yung sa, sa score, diba? Kasama pa rin. So, hindi ko ma... Ano ba? Ano ba? Siguro, so, sa, sa pagbabasa, ewan ko. Kasi, yan, reading. Oo, oh, yeah. Yun, mahilig din ako magbasa. So, yun, yung... yung ano kasi, yung imagination mo pag nagbabasa ka, di ba? Sabi nga, kasi naging uh, uh, mentor ko din si Sir Nikki. Uh, I was part of the Batch 17 sa workshop niya. Oh, okay. Um, isa sa mga hindi ko makakalimutan na importante yung pagbabasa kasi mas lumalawak yung imagination mo versus sa panonood. Kasi di ba kasi sa panonood, ah, yes, right. binibigay, binibigay na lahat sa iyo yung visual. You don't need to imagine. Unlike pag nagbabasa ka, buhay yung imaginations mo kasi restricted yung words, eh. limited yung words, di ba? So, parang kinukulong ka ng mga letters na hanggang din ang mababasa mo. So, yung imagination mo mas lumalawang. So, yeah, feeling ko, so ano, true. feeling ko na-exercise yung pag nasa shoot ako. Parang yung imagination ko. Para ako nagbabasa pag ka nasa set. <laughs> yung, yung <laughs> That's, nice. That's a very interesting way of looking at it, actually. So, to my fellow prod students who are watching this, let's all read something that will help us for our next project. <laughs> actually, you mentioned the Sir Ricky workshop. We have 
another Sir Ricky workshopper here who will ask a question later. So nice, nice. So stay tuned. But now I kind of want to ask you about your music before we move on to your <laughs> film residency. So where did this love for music start, and what type of songs do you make? Have any of them been used in any of your films? Um, yeah, yung kasi meron mostly mga mga yung nagstart ako sa rock music din talaga, like punk, uh, experimental, ah, yes, met, yes. metal music, no? may inay, pero kasi ako you know, may may sense of uh, calmness sa inay para sa akin. Medyo wow. <laughs> ano siya, parang contradicting siya, parang ganun na I you know, I mean sorry, yung term na parang may contrast dun sa pakiramdam na parang pag kailangan ko mag-relax gusto ko ng may inay. Diba? Pero, di ba kasi di ba yung wow. kailangan, kailangan medyo syempre soothing or like acoustic or like yes, yung, yes, ambient yes. music lang pero ako parang mas nare-relax ako pag medyo may yung pinapanggan <laughs> parang ganun so ayun yun, yun yung parang kinagawa ko din sa labas ng, ng film na somehow mm-hmm. may sense of creation din doon lumilikot din yung utak ko doon parang ganun so ayun yun yung mga ginagawa ko din so far It's very aligned actually both music and film like in terms of the process of creation and it kind of being very communal. So I'm going to generalize is both both music and film. So I guess in a creative industry, what's an important quality a person should have? Mm-hmm. Feeling ko yung ano, patience. Patience. Yes. Kasi <laughs> Sabi nga, ewan ko ha, parang personal observation ka din. Kasi I, I, I was doing short films na for, ano eh. Biro mo, nag-start ako 2012. Anong, di ba 2022 na ngayon? Yes, yes. And uh, eto pa lang yung time na parang gumagalo yung full length ko. Mm-hmm. Ano yun? So parang it took me 10 years, di ba? So hindi, yes, talaga yes. Ako nagka, hindi talaga ako nagmamadali when it comes to creating your own craft. Kasi uh, andun yung parang, uh, wala... Siyempre, yung, yung sa idea, may sense of urgency. Di ba? Pero dun sa mga passion films ko, parang pagka gina- sinushoot ko na siya or like may, gusto ko na mag-materialize, sobrang patient ko dun sa ganong klase ng, ng, ng process. Ayan, f- patience and siyempre, yung dedication mo, ganun. Um, siyempre, yung, yung, yung nga, na kailangan, actually, it, It applies to everyone, like the dedication That's and hard, so hard work. Pero ang sobrang hirap kasi talaga yung patience, eh, di ba? Kasi minsan, ang daming tumitigil kasi nafe-feel nila, una, wala silang recognition sa ginagawa nila, di ba? Mostly yes, ganun, eh, yes. di ba? So parang ako, hindi, yung pa yung isang part na kailangan nilang uh, para pag-isipan na kahit na walang recognition na malaki, as long as you know mm-hmm. what you're doing, I think susuklian ni ng, ng universe ibabalik at ibabalik sa iyo so yun naniniwala ako sa ganung ano sa ganung klase ng discipline All right I think that's something a lot of us in the audience needed to hear because I feel like especially now we need a lot of patience <laughs> and yeah right that's something that we can develop so now let's talk about the plans you have this year starting with the Khan residency so Please tell us, how are you planning to prepare for this and how did it come to be? Well, uh, to be honest, ano siya eh, sobrang suntok sa buwan siya kasi syempre, it's a program from from Cannes, di ba? So, yes, um, yes. And uh, parang hearing it, parang ano eh, no? sobrang surreal. 
Kasi I'm a, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the festival uh, myself. Kasi yung mga mga mostly mga favorite films ko came from Cannes. So um and then nung nakita namin yung for, for, although familiar na ako doon sa Cannes residency in 2017 it was 2017 nung nalaman ko pa yun and then iniisip ko talagang grabe paano kaya makapasok dito parang biray mo kasi talagang sila yung mag aayos ng, ng script mo yung, yung script development and then syempre yung, yung networking din na mangyayari sa sa residency um, yung mga mag-meet ng mga producers eventually sa sa festival parang ganun so Ayun, sobrang suntok sa buwan siya sa akin. And then, eventually, nung etong year na to, nung nagpasa kami last August, parang, oh, wow. sige, oh, itong, itong, ay, last August kasi nagpasa kami ng producer ko. And, yeah. syempre, yung, 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 yung co-writer ko din na, unfortunately, wala na siya ngayon, si Post Montano. Kasi yung, 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 yung Ria, it all started way back 2013 so it nine, mm-hmm. nine years ago yung concept pero wow. it, it was it was not written yet hindi pa talaga siya nabubuo as script uh, you know just a, just an idea a concept and uh, we i made that pact with a close friend of mine who is also in the punk scene um yeah nga si Pong spontaneo pero unfortunately mm-hmm. he, he died uh, last year he died last year um sorry, sorry 2020 2020 kasi bilang close friend niya for like almost 10 years. Yes. Parang uh, hindi ako pumayag na somehow gusto ko bukod dun sa mga graffiti art na ginagawa niya, yung mga zines na ginagawa niya. Parang gusto ko rin siya ma-involve sa film. So, kaya pinull out ko talaga yung story na yun na, na, na nasa baul lang. Alam mo yan. Um, ayun. And then, tinuloy ko magsilat. Yun, tinagtap na ako ng co-writer ko, si, si Kyla Romero. Siya yung nakatul nakatuwang ko na na buuin for the first time in uh yeah in eight years na gagawin na siyang script ginawa namin siya sequence treatment muna ganun um and yun eventually uh yun i actually started conceptualizing everything like with Kyla and Mina yes and yes. Si, si Mina Cruz um parang yun yung brainstorming ano namin and then even August Espino so yun ito yung mga kasama ko na talaga sa sa ano kasi si August yes, classmate yes. ko siya kay 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 Sir Ikilia. So parang ito yung mga close friends ko na talaga nagtulong-tulong kami with ano, with with the story and eventually naging script siya. Uh, pinagtuunan ng pansin talaga namin with my co-writer and then ayun pinasa namin sa ano sa Cine Foundation. Tapos hindi ko makakalimutan yun yung November nung nakareceive ako ng email na taga ano ba to? Joke ba to? Spam ba to? Parang <laughs> <laughs> uh, spam email. Eh, kasi yes. from Can. Eh, normally kasi pag nakaka-receive ako ng mga news, mga email news from Can, it's like a marketing news eh. Yes, Pero, yes. Pero nagulat ako yung name ko nandun. The, like the email is directed to me. Di ba? So parang, what? Parang ganun. Tapos sa pagbukas ko. <laughs> sobrang, alam yun, sobrang surreal talaga ng pakiramdam. And then here comes the like the biggest challenge ng mm-hmm. panahon na yun, yung yung interview. Kasi parang they chose uh, nine finalists from from you know 
yes, guys yes. sa buong sa buong mundo diba? so parang and then from that nine finalists uh they will choose six so yun yung parang pinaka challenge na mm-hmm. sana makuha ako yung ganun talagang yun nag brainstorming ulit kami this time tumulong sa amin si Christine um uh, yung producer ko din for this film and then si yun sila kaila pa rin to si August yung nag-meeting kami uh, to salatang kalatate daw nila yung kaba ko eh diba? so, of course iba yung ano iba yung pakaramdam din yun eh so ayun ang galing kasi na pull off and then Ayan, talaga minsan kinakausap ko si Pong kahit patay na siya, di ba? Parang, tol, ano, tulungan mo ako dito. <laughs> Ang yes. concept natin to, parang may mga ganong ano, naniniwala pa rin kasi ako sa ganong ganong mantra. So, The guidance. Ayan, so, so, ayan, sobrang, sobrang, ano, sobrang happy nung na, na, natanggap ako sa top six. So, again, it's another big responsibility. Kasi yes, syempre, yes. kahit nandun ka sa, I mean, to, to, continue the, the the script development in six months sa uh, sa Paris. Um iba yung iba yung responsibility sabi nga di ba ng, ng sa Spider-Man di ba? Yes. Power with great responsibility. With great so parang yun, yun iniisip ko naman na kailangan ako kailangan maganda. Kalabasan <laughs> yes, yes. ng script so ayan pero ang dami nang sasabi ko na friends na hindi kailangan mag-iisip na kailangan again. Balik ka dun sa pinaka main mantra mo na just stay true with your concept, di ba? Yung, gen- yes. yung, yung pagiging genuine, yung, yung ganun. Kailangan, yun pa rin, yun yung basic rule ko eh, na minsan nakakalimutan. Authenticity. Nakakalim- oh, authenticity. Na minsan nakakalimutan natin kasi na-overwhelm ka sa blessings eh, di ba? So parang, kailangan bumalik ka sa grassroots mo, di ba? Na kung paano yes, mo nagagawa yes. yung, paano ko nagawa yung mga unang films ko, which is uhaw na uhaw ka. Parang I need that feeling na kailangan ngayon uhaw na uhaw pa rin ako. Parang ganun. So, yes. ayun. Amazing. So, I actually picked up a lot from that. So, I see now, like, knowing the story behind the story that went into this, it's both an honor to be a part of the program, and it's also a great way of honoring your friend. So, that adds, like, a lot of layers to this. So, wow, everyone in the audience, I hope you picked something from that. And, of course, to remember that that authenticity, that keeping to your grassroots will always really help. So, For you, Direk, how do you keep yourself grounded? Like, are there things you tell yourself? Do you have mantras or like a process to keep that reminds you to stay humble? Are there like reminders you set for yourself? Um, siguro, ano, masaya ako kasi na hanggang ngayon. Ang sino yung tropa ko na nagsimula ako, sila pa rin. <laughs> so, yun, dun pa lang maiisip mo na hindi ka talaga mag ko-float eh. Alam mo yan? Kasi sila, sila na mismo yung ano eh, nagpapako sa'yo. <laughs> pero yun nga, pero yun, so, ako gusto, ako tsaka yun, pinat, pinanatili ko rin na ganun din ka liit yung circle ko with them. Na syempre, since day one nandun sila, hanggang ay nandito pa rin sila. So, sobrang solid ng ganun klase ng, ano, ng samahan. And bukod dun sa nakakasama ko, syempre, yung first film ko, na I made with a Kodak 10 megapixel camera mm-hmm. and edited in Windows Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> diba? parang, yes. Alam mo yun? So, yun yung parang pakiramdam na hindi mo iniisip yung expectations about the film. You just want to create. Pag pinapanood ko yung first film ko, which is yung monitoring illness, Oo, crappy yung, yung, yung quality. Pero yung feeling ng proseso na kung paano ko siya nagawa. Yun, parang bumabalik ako sa grassroots ko na, ah, kailangan ko pang mag-improve hanggang ngayon. Parang ganun. Alam mo yan, may ganun nice. pakiramdam. 
That's actually a very good mindset to keep. Now, no matter what happens, you still know that there's room for improvement because, like, that's something people tend to forget. Sometimes when they reach like a certain level, level, their level, they're like, "Oh, okay, I've reached this now. Okay, now." But it's good to keep in mind that you always have space to learn. So, with that in mind, how? Are there any defining moments that helped you grow as a filmmaker? Like from your first film ever or maybe even your first song ever to now. What are some <laughs> defining moments that changed your outlook or that really helped you be the director you are or the person you are today? Um, siguro yung, ano, yung mga first peeps na naka-appreciate <laughs> ng ano ko. Kasi parang feeling ko sila yung parang, parang naka-apekto yun na parang kasi uh, it adds to the confidence eh. Na parang, ah, okay, may kwento pala itong ginagawa ko. Like, I know it's not a big recognition but some that's someone that will, you know, pull you up na parang, tol, sige, tol, yun mo lang yan, di ba? And then push you with what you love. Iba yun, ibang pakaramdamin. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, sobrang thankful din ako with my first mentors. Like, halimbawa, sina Direct Jim and then our late director, Direct Siegfried Barro Sanchez. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to him. Um, yun. Uh, sila kasi yung mga unang naniwala sa akin talaga nung bagito yes. pa talaga ako sa paggawa ng short <laughs> film. Eh. So, ayun. Um, Sobrang ano, sobrang, sobrang feeling ko defining moment yun sa kung paano nila ako naalalayan. And then, yun, here comes, eh syempre, andyan din yung, actually, yung co-writer ko sa Nakaw. Um, yes. Yun, isa, isa sa, I mean, co-writer and co-director ko sa Nakaw, he's uh, also one of my mentors then when it comes to doing a disciplined visuals. Like, kasi dati, sobrang wal-wal lang yung mga ginagawa ko na, na pelikula eh. Kasi nga, syempre, hindi ako na pag-film school na, yun, ako pangarap ko din kasi talaga before na, since iba yung course ko, kaya, hindi ko rin talaga hininto yung sarili ko na matuto with, you know, work, attending workshops. Yeah. And I'm so, t- I was, um, I was so lucky before nung nakuha rin ako kay Sir Ricky na sobrang ang dami ko rin natutunan. Uh, feeling ko yung mga ganun, it's part of my defining moment sa buhay na every time na nagkakaroon ako ng realization from others. Mas mal- malaking bagay yun. And hanggang ngayon, alam mo yan, kasi katulad yan ngayon sa sa Can Residency, again, it's another learning ano, eh, diba? yes, experience. Yes. So, ayun, good thing lang din na mas malaki ang percentage ko mak- ng makinig kaysa magsalita. So, parang feeling ko kailangan yun sa mga filmmakers din na maging observant ka and listener. Uh, and from there, saka mo, pag, pag nasa set ka na mag magsalita. <laughs> yes, yes. Pero yung, yung learning and the writing and all, minsan, as a filmmaker, ang sarap makinig. Being on Radio Katipunan reminds me of this one amazing app that allows people to make their own podcasts like a breeze. There's no need for complicated recording or editing software and other tricky technicalities when you have Anchor, an app where you can create and even publish your own podcasts. So download Anchor for free in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm, to experience a hassle-free podcast-making experience. So before I give the floor to the students, how let's talk about balance. How do you balance out like the need for improvement and satisfaction? So let's say you have a movie and you know when you know that feeling when you feel like there's so many things you need to revise, like your script is done, but you still want to revise, you still want to make it perfect. 
But then you know that you can't edit forever. There's a deadline. There's a time to start filming. So how do you balance out that want to improve and the satisfaction of, okay, this is it. This is going to be our film. Um, isa sa mga hindi ko makakalimutan na natutunan ko kay Sir Minsan, ang end, yung ending ng improvement sa script or like sa decision-making mo dun sa pag-concept ay deadline. Wala nang iba. So, kailangan, <laughs> so kailangan, kailangan, kailangan bigyan mo ng deadline. Kasi kung halimbawang mag, meron na kayong day of shooting, di ba? For example, ang shoot nyo first week of February. So, you need to have a deadline like end of January and whatever comes to that deadline, yun na yung pinakasagad ng satisfaction mo. So, may ganun. Parang yun yung magiging contest mo with the universe na kung ano yung ibibigay mo sa deadline na yun as, a, as an individual. Which is, ako for me, it's thrilling. Di ba? Na parang, ano kaya ang pinakasagad na may iisip ko on that specific date? And you need to nice. be satisfied with that. Diba? Parang ganun. Ang, ang galing din ang naisip yes. ko, Sir Yiki. Kasi I, I remember one of my classmates asked that, na kailan ka titigil? Sabi, no, hindi ka titigil. So you need to have a, have a deadline. Diba? And oh you, my you, God. Diba? Parang yes. ganun. You need to have an eternal deadline with yourself. Na, okay, kung gagawin ko to ng gantong date, the script will end on this date, and then <laughs> I need to shoot on this date. So parang, ang galing lang. So kung ano yung nasuka mo ng utak mo sa mga araw na yon that defines who you are as an artist di ba? ang galing eh di ba? Well, that's such a good uh, thing to remind diba? actually mm-hmm. Ayan, I needed yung, to hear that <laughs> <laughs> ako yun kasi yung ina-exercise ko talaga sa sarili ko na halimbawa meron katulad nito yung RIA yung for Canton Test for Can Residency um, so yung syempre may deadline ako niya na mm-hmm, kailangan, yes, pag, of course. kailangan pagdating ko ito yung time na mag, mag, mapupunta na kami like with for the financing, ganun. And then yung shooting date, meron din kami yes. specific date for the shoot. Parang ganun. So, kailangan may deadline ka sa, sa script development mo. Di ba? Hindi na, hindi na makailangan yes. 10 years kang gumagawa ng script. Ano <laughs> yes. So, ayan. I think uh, that deadline will define you and you need to enjoy it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you need to enjoy it, of course. That's something very important to remember. But I like that concept that you have to give yourself a deadline and that it's like your contest to the universe that whatever you release on that deadline, that's it. That's something I super need because I feel like if there's no deadline, I will revise and revise and revise and the process can go on forever because exactly. you'll always find something you want to fix. Yes, you need to, I know, you need to be fair. <laughs> you need to be fair with the universe then. Nice, nice. I, I like that. I will keep that in mind. Okay, so joining us right now in our panel are two creative writing students from Ateneo and they were also, Ricky Lee workshoppers. So, here's Ian Bondok and Migoy Arroyo, and they have questions for you. So, Migoy, please go first. Hello. Hello, Migoy. Um, for this opportunity to ask questions, um, I guess your question is going to come just, uh, I'm writing something right now. So, I guess my question is, when you're writing something personal, how do you write it in a way that it doesn't come across as narcissistic or um I think uh ito, um Migoy back Migoy. I think you need to you know, to to leave out yourself. Like kailangan hindi ka selfish when it comes to writing. You need to focus on your character. Kasi at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about the your protagonist. 
'Di So kailangan isakripisyo mo muna yung yung sarili mo na, na hindi ito tungkol to sa akin sa kung ano man yung influence ko or, or ano or kung ano man yung personal experiences ko na sobrang connected dito sa storya na to since it's very personal. I think kailangan tanggalin mo yun lahat and you just need to focus on your protagonist. Um magiging guide mo lang yung experience mo and also yung yung influences since it's uh, very personal to you. Kasi when you say it's personal, everything is about how you how art influenced you, eh, mm-hmm. di ba? And also how the your personal experience connected to you. So, parang ganun. Um, pagkagagawin mo na siyang film, ibang usapan yun. Kasi pagkagawa ka na ng film, you're creating your own universe. Eh, di ba? Doon sa universe na yun, sino yung nakatira? Which is yung protagonist mo. So, you need to share everything to that protagonist. You need to focus on him or her. Parang you need to be selfless about that protagonist. Kailangan doon ka mag-focus kung ano yung magiging journey. Sige. Thank you, bro. <laughs> nice. More useful advice because like I hear that a lot na sometimes people have a hard time like drawing the line between their characters and themselves. Especially when you're writing about an experience, like a personal experience. So, Ian, your turn. Go direct. Hello. Um, yeah. Actually, hearing you talk about receiving that email from Cannes and preparing for it gave me second-hand <laughs> excitement. <po. laughs> um, so on that note, yung question ko po is, what are some pieces of advice you think would be helpful for local filmmakers um, looking to engage po in film opportunities, camps, or workshops abroad, um, similar to your upcoming residency? Um, siguro yung pinaka pwedeng maging related din re- relatable sa iyo uh, as an artist like as a filmmaker yung parang magiging similarities lang natin i think if we we have a like both personal stories parang ganoon na kailangan talaga yung film somehow personal sa iyo uh, if not it's okay but as long as you are totally connected to it like your soul is connected to it kasi kung halimbawa bawang nabasa mo lang siya from current news and like bawang na ba may nabasa ka lang interested in interesting story, story sa social social media or like nakwento lang siya ng tropa mo or as uh, alam mo yun, na parang ito ito parang gusto ko tong, itong ito yung gusto kong i-direct it's totally fine it's okay but somehow kailangan meron ding personal attachment sa yun. Paano mo siya irerelate sa yo as a person? Parang ganun kasi when I when I did the The Guardians, yung film ko na short film ko na The Guardians. Uh, that story came from my co-director si Carlo Valenzona na nabasa niya lang sa isang article yung tricycle driver na sinasakay din yung mm-hmm. yung anak. Parang I know it's not connected totally to me as a as a person pero yung relevance noon ng yung when it comes to the yung marginalized people living in that area na parang ako meron din akong personal experience na I'm fighting I'm, I'm fighting for someone na sobrang critical yung sitwasyon na natutulungan ko yung ganun na parang somehow it should be connected to you as a as a person as an individual kasi doon makakatulong yon pagka sinulat mo na yung mga characters mo kahit na kwento siya ng kahit saan pa siya galing as long as you let yourself connected to it feeling ko magiging genuine yun so at pag nabuo mo yun mapapansin namin yung honesty sa visuals mo na parang ah okay si Ian Ian ang gumawa nito 
Yeah, bosses to ni Ian. Alam mo yan, may ganun, may ganun, may ganun pakiramdam yun eh. Na parang, pag napapanood din nila yung pelikula, ko, ah, kay, kay Cadiboy to, kay Arvin to. May ganun. Um, mada, m- m- feeling ko ma- 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 malalaman mo or mahanap mo yung bosses mo na pwede mong i- ilaban sa like big stage or like local or like international film festivals. Um, yun yung para magpapa-unique sa'yo. Eh. Kasi sa, ngayon, kasi di ba, sobrang dami na nang gumagawa, marami ng filmmakers ngayon na para ano pa ba, ba, ano ba, ba yung hindi namin napapanood? Feeling ko, yung hindi pa nila napapanood is yung personal connection nila sa'yo on how you will execute it as a director. Kasi everyone is unique eh. Di ba? So kailangan yung story mo is connected to you. Parang magkakaroon siya ng personal DNA mo eh. Parang ganyan. Ayan. Doon muna, kailangan yun yung root. Yun yung pinaka-root. And then, universe will follow. Bibigay niya yun sa'yo pag alimbawa sobrang dedicated ka sa ginagawa. That's very good advice, Derek. Actually, something like you hear, especially from people our age, is because everyone is already doing something. Everyone has already done a movie like this, a movie like this. You feel like it's hard to find your place in the industry because everyone is doing what they can think of, but no one else is you. And you're right. Only you can tell your own story. So that's very, very good advice. And I'm sure a lot of people can learn from that. So before we close, what's an aspect of filmmaking you think film students like us should keep in mind or always remember? Like something we can correct as early as now with our mindsets. Um, actually, um hindi naman sa ano sa, kasi ano eh parang gusto kong i, i- press or like ay ano talaga i, i- highlight yung yung word na ano na mistake na parang huwag kayong matakot magkamali talaga for me so okay lang like feeling ko kung meron kayong dapat palitan or what it's okay just you know move on and improve Uh, to your second short film or kung ano pa man yung gagawin niya na parang yun kasi yung ano ko yun kasi yung ginagawa ko sa mga ginawa ko before with my previous films na in, in uh, syempre maganda yung sabi nila maganda yung kinakalabasan pero ako balik na dinahanapan ko siya ng pangit kasi <laughs> the next time na na, na gagawa ako yun yung i-improve ko. So, ganun, ewan ko, ganun, actually effective siya, promise. Yung parang, lagi, yung, yun yung mantra mo na gusto mo pa mag-improve na mag-improve na mm-hmm. mag-improve. Parang ganun. Um, uh, pero, ang, ang feeling ko dun sa question mo, yung aspect, uh, sobrang simple lang. Um, dal- dalawa lang, dalawa lang. I think you need to be a, a like 100% film lover like film enthusiast yes, na kailangan yes. na kailangan manood ka ng diverse cinema like local cinema mm-hmm. um asian cinema european cinema american cinema lahat lahat talaga like mas maganda nga kung yung panoorin mo mga pelikula na hindi ka komportable <laughs> kasi magkakaroon ka ng parang uh, additional learning when it comes to their culture kasi kat- katulad niyan sobrang adik ako sa romanian cinema Diba? Totally, I'm alien to that. Diba? Kasi yes, hindi ko yes. alam ko anong Romanian culture. Pero nung pinanood ko siya, ah, ang galing. Kasi natutuwa ako na, na natutuwa ako. Kasi ang dami kong hindi alam na, ay, okay, ang galing ganito pala yun. Parang, pinapractice ko yung sarili ko sa mga films na hindi ako familiar and hindi ako comfortable. Kasi somehow natututo ako dun. Yun yung isa. Feeling ko kasi, mag, 
ano eh, mag, kung baga may stretch yung learning yes, eh, yes. As, as an artist na parang mm-hmm. mas marami kang matututunan pag kanilagay ka sa, sa isang sitwasyon, sitwasyon na hindi mo pa alam, parang gano'n. And yung pangalawa is yung experience talaga. Palang, parang kahit sobrang dami na ng diploma mo sa, sa, sa workshop or certificate <laughs> sa film, hanggat hindi ka pa nagsushoot, you're still a beginner. That's so, kailangan, that kailangan mag-shoot ka. Mag-shoot ka ng mag-shoot, magkamali ka ng magkamali hanggang sa ma-define mo kung ano yung boses mo as a filmmaker. So, yun lang. Yun. Manood, manood at mag-shoot. <laughs> and, read. Oh, and read. And read. Yes, and read. And read. Exactly. So, ayun. Yun, yun yung, kasi ako sinishare ko lang kasi, di ba, wala namang like fixed book for you to be a filmmaker, a good mm-hmm. filmmaker. At hindi, Ma, kung ma, kung i-google mo man yan technicalities yung ibibigay sa iyo and syempre yung words of wisdom nila pero at the end of the day it's all about you personally your own personal experience and your own personal influences parang ganun so yeah syempre yung personal right. motivation then of yeah. course all right so to end on a light note this does not need to be film related but <laughs> what are you looking forward to most when you go to Cannes yung baget <laughs> tsaka wine tsaka wine <laughs> of course <laughs> ayun ayun yung dalawang yun sobrang ano like um, tsaka syempre yung ano din yung ano ba yun yung yung learning from a different perspective connected sa film eh. pero yun siya yes, actually, it's a, uh, it always yeah, go back uh, yeah, pero sobrang na-excite ako kung paano nila ako gagayin kasi like since it uh, again uh, as I mentioned earlier it, it was it, it all started in 2000 it was it was con, um, conceived in 2013 na sobrang uh, ang daming utak na rin yung tumulong and all pero mm-hmm. yung program ng CAN kung ano yung gagawin nila doon na-excite ako doon so ayun sobrang ano siya sobrang excited talaga ako sa mga mangyayari <laughs> And like Ian said, we have second-hand excitement for you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So Thank you, guys. Before we go, where can we find you? What are your socials? Where can we join you on your journey? <laughs> um. Well, ayun, ay, yeah, please visit yung Mud Studios. Uh, yun yung production house ko. Ayan. Um, MUD, Mud, Mud Studios. Nasa Facebook siya. Tapos they can easily go to mudstudios.net and doon din yung mga films ko, yung mga short films ko and then yung ibang mga short films din ng iba pang mga apprentice filmmakers. So it's www.mudstudios.net Yan. Dash pala. Dash. <laughs> Mud-studios.net So, ayun. Um, ayun, andun, pwede nila mapanood yung mga films ko dun. And yun, sa Facebook, same name naman, Arden Blermina. <laughs> Alright. We'll have our station manager post the links in the comments later so people know where to find you and where to check out your films. Alright. So, the hour is almost over. And before we say goodbye to our guests, I'm going to need to thank a few people first. Oh, people already found Mud Studios in the comments, so... 
Perfect. <laughs> so perfect. So before we properly wrap up this episode and say goodbye to everyone in the audience and to our wonderful guests, please allow me to thank a few people first. So thank you to James for handling today's broadcast. And of course, to Sir Justin for always having our backs and to Sir Jerusham who helped put this together, who could not be with us today. Hello, but hello, Jerusham. Thank you, Sir Jerusham. <laughs> and fun fact, thank he you. is the one who made us watch movies that we would not usually watch on a normal day. So he's the one that broadened the horizons. So thank you once again, Migoy and Ian, for your, for your enthusiasm and for helping me out today. And of course, thank you to our audience for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you for your questions. Now, please don't miss out. Follow us on Instagram at newwave.rk to stay updated. Catch the replay of this episode on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM's Facebook page. YouTube, Twitter Live, and don't forget that you can now catch us as a, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. But most of all, thank you to Direct Arvin Bellarmino for sharing your wisdom with us today and for spending your afternoon with us. We learned so much and we're for sure now going to give ourselves deadlines when we have our creative project and we will keep all of your advice in mind. Once again, congratulations. We wish you the best and we're looking forward to your upcoming project. When you get the can, please have a baguette for us, maybe even a croissant. <laughs> the floor is yours to say anything you want to say to our audience. Um, and, uh, again, guys, thank you. Um, Radio Katipunan, thank you for having me here. And, uh, yeah, soon, uh, let's talk about films pa. And, uh, uh, syempre, yun, um hopefully, maging okay lahat din naman process pero nakaready naman ako sa kung ano yung mga challenges na inisahan ng universe pero ayun just stay true with your your art and be honest with with all the concepts that you have in mind and uh, yeah be patient <laughs> last minute comment from Lito Fugoso Kads I'm happy for you from Backyard Days to Can yeah si Sir Lito yan I think 2012 ganun 11 2011 to 13 um dyan kami nag ano nag uh, ng mga uh, mga film exhibition sa Backyard nice. Food Truck and ang daming ang daming ano na natulungan ni Sir Lito doon sa mga uh, mga new artists na nag-express ng art nila from music to painting and even me as a filmmaker so hi Sir Lito thank you <laughs> thank you for tuning in salamat <laughs> yes, thank you Tito Lito. It's it's he's some he has helped us with some of our episodes before. Wow. And then last <laughs> Small minute. World. <laughs> yes, and last minute, hello to Ma'am Jen. So once again, Derek, thank you for joining us. We are for sure going to keep all of your lessons in mind once again. Good luck in Khan. And to our audience, this has been your half of your midweek gang who's always ready to hang. I'm Max and this has been New Wave. We'll see you all next week. Keep safe and at the end, good luck during enlistment. Bye!